In the days of Jonathan Edwards, when the First Great Awakening was unfolding, he assumed that people all over the world were going to repent because of the Awakening. As time went on, it didn't happen as such. Edwards was a great minister and a revivalist whom the Lord used at that particular time with the Wesley brothers in Whitefield, but he was also a man. He made an untenable conclusion based on what he was seeing in his day. Edwards was a post-millennialist because of the awakening in his time. Nevertheless, anyone who endeavors to write the history of the church cannot neglect the inclusion of Edwards. God used him and brought fervency to the church although Edwards was only a man with many frailties. God does not look for servants who have perfect knowledge about him before he uses them. The point of Edwards' story is that if we will be willing to pray that God should revive the clergymen, it does not matter how flickering their faith and knowledge may be, God would be able to use them for His glory. It does not take a perfect knowledge about God before a revival would come. If it is so, then there would be no revival. This is because, no mortal can fully comprehend the ways of the omnipotent, immortal, and the only wise God. His ways are superior and far advanced to ours. Yet, He takes pleasure to use mortal men to accomplish a great task that has an eternal effect. There are important issues that God's people have neglected. Not long ago, someone said that evangelicalism is dead. He said this because he sees many who claim to be evangelicals in the Western world only showing their political affiliation and nothing more. Meanwhile, to be evangelical in the Christian worldview is to hold on to the biblical view of salvation by grace through faith in Christ alone. This is the basic tenet of evangelicalism. Due to political affiliation, evangelicalism seems to only exist in the name not in essence to many people in the church. Oh, God's people have behaved like Martha. They have neglected the one needful thing. In a day and age such as ours, where leaders of the church are losing their dignity not only in the world but also in the church, do you not think that we have come to a point where God's glory should descend upon His people? Surely, this is the time that the clergies need God's visitation. As the glory of the Lord consumed Moses on the mountain, so we must plead with God that His glory and presence will consume His servants in this day and age. This is why we must lift a holy prayer and first, pray for leaders of the church. The people of Israel cried, Show us your unfailing love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation, Ps 85,7 Neve. It is yet an appropriate time for us to cry unto the Lord to hear us. How can we expect to be revived if those who are mounting the pulpit are dead? The dead cannot raise the dead. It must take a living person to raise the dead, refer, Ezekiel 37. If the pastor who is leading the congregation is spiritually dead, it will be impossible that he will lead people to live. This is why we must pray that God's love would be extended first to the leaders of the church. His love to them must lead them to salvation. It is for this reason that is why the Israelites added, Grant us your salvation. If Ezra the priest was spiritually dead, do you believe that the awakening that happened in his time would have been possible? I do not believe so. He was spiritually alive so he saw the state of the Israelite and called them to repentance. This is what we need in our churches today. We want leaders who are spiritually alive and can see the state of today's church. Without this, our individual revivals would not be more impactful. The Israelites have shown us that prayer for revival works because it is prayed to a loving, caring, and gracious God. Leaders of the church are humans, but our prayer for them will make them accomplish many things that would have an eternal effect. Let's cry that God's love and salvation would be extended to us as it did in ancient times. Where we have reached in life, it is only revival that will make us fully aware of our situation. If we wish for restoration, awakening, and revival, we must cry to God so that leaders and Christians at large would be awakened. Michael Yatano. Tanamichael65 at gmail.com. Plus 233,542,443,585.